Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out these next few episodes, The View, and allow yourself to be provoked and challenged. Are you seeing things from his point of view? And is that view becoming more and more your habitual way of seeing things? We don't want our past or anything else to constantly be exalting itself over the knowledge of God. We want to know Him, walk with Him, be made ready to go with Him, and we want it to be the true fight of our life, the fight of faith. Take hold of these next episodes, and I look forward to our journey together deeper in this way. Love you all. So it is time for Revelation to go into the reality of our lives. I'm so glad you're back here with me, The View 2.0, as we are continuing in the fight of our life because we are allowing him to make us ready in spirit for him. But if it's really of him and it's in the spirit, it will eventually, my friends, break into the soul and then into the body. Now we know our bodies will never be fully, fully 100% until we receive our new bodies. But my friends, he is restoring the soul, but the source of everything that will ever come to your soul, the source of that is him in spirit and by Holy Spirit straight to you. You are spirit. And then as you lean into him in abiding oneness and you learn to cooperate with him and you get into the fight of your life, the real fight, right? The real fight that has real reward, that has a a true reality to it, right? That's what we want to be in. And we want to live in that. Why? So there can be a full expression of him because The soul was always meant to be a servant to the spirit. The soul was never meant to be in charge. That's why though you may have a fantastic personality, you are not your personality. Your personality is the means by which the expression of Christ himself will find its way through the uniqueness of your personality in the soul. But you must know that you have been made one with him in spirit. That's who you really are. You and who you are is determined by who he is. And then there is a breaking that happens so that what's in spirit can now flow to the soul. And this is the mind that's being renewed. Can I submit this to you, please? In our previous episode, The View 1.0, I mentioned that the mind of the flesh cannot be renewed. It must be crucified. The entire thing has a virus and it has to be put down. And the mind of Christ, which is in your spirit, is a part of your inheritance in Christ, does not need to be renewed. It is perfect. And and I think I hear a faint hallelujah and amen out there because all the formerly crazy people say amen. The mind of Christ is pure. It has the capacity already to be in 100% agreement with the Father. And the mind is not just how you think, it is how you see. Welcome to The View 2.0. You see with the mind. And he has given you 
his mind so that you now have the capacity to be able to receive his thoughts, revelation, to be able to live in that and it be made a reality in your everyday life that his ways are your ways now and his thoughts are your thoughts. Now, the reality of that happening can be quite a shift, holy shift from spirit to soul. And that is, again, a part of the the fight of your life and the view that, that you will hopefully take hold of as he reveals it to you. And that then you will say, I am no longer willing to live just in the sparkle and glow of revelation. I want him, his way of life, everything about him to become the reality of my life. Okay, then we go at this inch by inch with him day by day. We're in the long haul. We're in the slow fire process of real true discipleship, the real education of the sons of the living God. (laughs) This is who we are, men and women. And so when we begin to take hold of that and we begin to say, okay, this is, this is the, the revelation becoming reality. I can say amen to all the sermons. I can buy all the books. I can go to all of the studies. But there comes a place and a time where only you can yield to him, respond to him, and allow him to train you in the real work of downloading. Mm. See, my friends, when you became born again, there was an upload. He put his own mind inside of the new man. And now there is a downloading where you, by the power of Holy Spirit, and many conversations with the Godhead at their table, You begin to download into your soul the mind of Christ from the Spirit into the mind that is within the soul. And and we've said it here before many times. We'll revisit it again. The soul is the mind, will, and emotions. Thoughts, feelings, purposes. Maybe you'll reflect back, 1 Corinthians 2.16. But we have the mind of Christ. That means we have his thoughts, his feelings, his purposes, right? That our oneness with him is very, very real. Like I really see things the way he sees them. No longer am I living in a post-trauma condition. You see, I'm of the belief, this is the premise of my book, From Trauma to Trust, is that our greatest trauma is that we are born separated from God himself, Being sexually abused as a child was quite traumatic for me, I assure you, as I'm sure it has been for many, and many others have experienced many traumas, but I'm here to submit to you that our greatest trauma is that we are born separated from God himself, from life himself, from love himself, and and until we are made one with him again, Our core trauma has not yet been addressed. Now that we're made one with him, if we so choose, all other situational traumas in life can be dealt with, my friends, I assure you. Because a flood of life comes to us, and he is life. A flood of unearned, undeserved love, the person of God himself, floods us. 
I do not make light of this process of real true discipleship. My friends, it's the fight of your life. But if we do not come into this view and we do not see these things as they are, it is very difficult to fight that fight. And so there are some aspects of this that I want to share with you today. Now remember, this is not a comprehensive teaching. These are conversations under the big tent of his presence, the very provoking process of where the slow fire, which is his presence within us, burning day in and day out. Never does he sleep nor slumber. He is diligent. I respectfully say he is the greatest servant of all time. And he is serving your life. When you yield to him, when you sit with him, when you talk with him, when you walk with him, and he will reveal things to you that you do not know. And when he begins to do that, this metanoia breaks in and you begin to see from his view. I assure you, my friends, you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So let me venture in to a very familiar passage of Scripture, but please take a moment and blow off the familiarity. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5, Amplified Classic. Now listen to me carefully. We have just a few minutes remaining in this episode. I want you to recognize here, what thoughts are we told to take captive? What view are we told to take captive? It says that we are going to, by the weapons that God has given us, and I would say to you, because the scripture says, arm yourself with this mind, right? That this mind of Christ <laughs> is a weapon. The weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are mighty before God, not for the managing of strongholds. No, it says for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. But it says that's going to be in as much as we refute arguments, theories, reasonings, and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. Listen to me carefully, my friends. Those thoughts that come at you, you may think they're against you. If you have a thought that says, nobody loves me, let me submit to you. That thought is not against you. That thought is against God himself, who is love. It is trying to exalt itself above the knowledge of God. And I want you to catch this. Remember, we have been made one with him. Remember... We are here to live that out in the reality of our everyday lives. 
We are here to live God-centered and everything is coming back to Him. We are here to allow Him to make ready a people in spirit for the Lord. And one of the meanings of that word, to make ready, uh, is to prepare the minds uh, of people uh, so as to give Him a fit reception. That means we can receive Him. We can walk in agreement with Him. Oh, so much, so much to share, so much to say. Stay with me in this, my friends. I want you to recognize first and foremost that those thoughts that are coming, the ones that might be torturous, no one loves you, no one's for you, no one cares, nobody's coming for you, you're on your own, it's never going to get better. Every single thought, my friends, it's setting itself up against the true knowledge of God. Okay. Cause that's, it's going to prove to be very important as we look at this. So let me say this briefly. I'm going to take three or four words here and, and really hone in. So it says, we, we lead every thought captive. We refute arguments. See, we're engaged in this. Our partnership is with Holy Spirit. And that's a whole nother set of episodes. (laughs) But it says, we refute arguments. We lead every thought and purpose away captive. So that means no one can do this for you. It's an internal warfare. And oh, it's a very important warfare. The scripture even calls it a good and handsome warfare. When you take the prophetic utterances that have been spoken over your life, the word that God has spoken, you may say, Nancy, I've never had a prophetic word spoken over me. Yes, you have. God has written a word over your life. And when you take that word, when everything seems to contradict that word, and you take that which God himself has spoken over you, and you war with that word, My friends, that is a good and handsome warfare, but it is an internal warfare and it can only be waged by you and by me in that inner private world with him. We have to know that no one can do that for you. You may have been a victim, my friend, in earlier years of your life. You may have been a victim three weeks ago. And when a a person is acted upon, is victimized, my friends, I assure you, there is a demonic presence and spirit that comes to tell you, I can do to you whatever I want, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's the mantra of a spirit of abuse. You take it further and you press it forward. This uh, murder is I can kill you. Your life doesn't matter. You don't matter. And there's nothing you can do about it. That is not just a thought. That is a demonic presence that communicates that when it acts upon a person. Therefore, that's why it will infiltrate the entire uh, soul Not your spirit, you're born again, you're guarded by Holy Spirit, but in the soul, let me tell you, it leaves a a massive stronghold so that you may be a very successful person as an adult. And yet it's amazing how you can find yourself, whether it's in relationships or 
uh, or other aspects of life with a, a poverty mindset that says there's nothing I can do about this. You see, poverty doesn't know anything about process. Poverty doesn't understand process. Poverty just says, look, other people have it and I don't. There's nothing I can do about it. Poverty doesn't understand that process is, is that if you, just in the natural world, if you want things, you must have a job. You work for them. You buy them. You save up for them. You want a clean house, you clean, you have to clean your house. It doesn't just show up. People don't just have it. There is a process of working, accumulating, maintaining, improving, expanding, all of that. But a poverty mindset does not understand that. So when it says here, we do this, no one can do this for you. You may have been victimized, my friend, and my heart is with you in this, but I must call out to you and say, you must come out of that mindset, out of that stronghold, and God will do that. God will do that. And I know that I know this overwhelming, powerless feeling. So let's continue here. We refute these arguments. So no one can do it for you. But what does this word refute mean? It means to prove wrong with evidence. This, my friends, where we're closing out today, this is so powerful when it comes to the view. So in our next time together, I'm going to pick up right here where how do we prove wrong with evidence? How do I say when it shows up to tell me nobody loves me, I say, hold up just a minute. (laughs) That doesn't work here anymore because I have evidence. I know him and I know he loves me. My friends, we are going to fight, right? The right fight. We're going to have his point of view and we're going to see things as they really are. If we fight the fight of our life from his viewpoint and if we are willing to step forward in that and be that kind of person that they are building from the inside out they are forming Christ in you and the fashion of life that you're going to wear is going to look like them until next time my friends thank you for listening today before we go I have one final ask and a new bit of info if you like our content here at Tent Talk Hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, be sure to look in the episode notes and see where you can download the conversation guide. There you will find questions and you will be able to use those with your friends, your team, your small group, and we hope that it really does provoke you deeper into your process of life with him. All of our podcasts here at Tent Talk are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccrady.com are greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining me here and I look forward to our next time together. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.